welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. And I'll be your Johnny any day. Ooh. Actually, do you want to be Johnny? I don't think you want to be Johnny. You know, there's definitely some charm to, to old Johnny boy. And of course, if you don't know, we're talking Cobra Kai, the new Cobra Kai podcast. Cobra Kai. <laughs> I, I was able to binge it in probably three days. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't do that too often, but I really enjoyed this one. You got really into this one. Yeah. I've been hearing good things about Cobra Kai for since the first season that mm-hmm. came out and I've been going and then I saw you tweet about it and I was like, you know, maybe we'll I'll see if, if Heather's into it. And she's like, I'll give one a go. And at the end of the first one, she's like, I'll give another one a go. So because <laughs> we've both we haven't seen Karate Kid for 30 years sure so you know we i mean i guess i guess it yeah it's been it's been a while so we jumped into it and enjoyed the first the first two and mm-hmm. uh there's there's some things that i don't like about it but you know i think that um it's it's a good start i think you know most of the writing is really really good there's some yeah there's some things that i think that they could have improved upon in the in the 21st century but uh um, besides that, I think I think it's a super good show. I, I'm enjoying it so far. Just a few episodes in, but y- have you both finished it or no? Yes, I have. Yep. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> yeah. amazing. I hear. <clears throat> I started it. Uh, I mean, it, you know what it is? It's it's not unlike a great Wii U game that got ported to the Switch, and that's kind of what's happening now with them. They were on YouTube Red. I think maybe a yeah. season or two and then season three got moved to Netflix or all three got moved to Netflix. And now that it's on Netflix, it's blowing up. People are able to watch it. You know, people want to yeah. see it now. So <clears throat> I will say that it, 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 it it's just really enjoyable because I loved you know, Karate Kid one, two, and three, and it it so heavily is like reference to those and has that nostalgia of those. It's just a lot of fun. There's just so many cheesy, like little laughs, and and then as it progresses, um, it's funny. Like season two ends kind of dark, and season three is really dealing dark. with a lot of like the results of that, and the 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 weird funny stuff from one isn't so prevalent in the later seasons because now you're getting into like the, re- the, 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 the results the of everything that was happening. You know what I mean? Before it was like, Oh, I'm just down on my luck. I'm going to start Cobra Kai again and change, you know, the, the world here. And then it's like, Oh, there's actual, you know, things that go wrong when you, when you make decisions and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you're kind of dealing with that. And it's, it's really, really, good but still kind of karate kid it's not like they're trying to make it too you know they don't take themselves serious i guess is the best part about it they they're in on the joke with you gotcha gotcha that makes sense yeah we've been enjoying it so far i I do enjoy that it's set in the future but then like you're saying it's there's this realistic aspect to it where you know larusso is like owns a bunch of car dealerships and they're just like like that's that that makes sense that checks out right and We were talking about it has that high, you know, no offense to anyone that was the high school quarterback, but it has that high school quarterback syndrome that makes it realistic in a way. Stuck in his past. Stuck in their past. Both of them. That Johnny cannot get over. Yeah, both of them are. But one was more successful from it, I guess. But they're both stuck in their heyday, you know, or what they perceived as their heyday. And it's trying to deal with that. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. their, it was their prime. And Johnny, this Cobra Kai deals with everything but is it's johnny's story 
you know, it, it, it's all about Johnny. And, uh, and I think that's cool. I think there's a lot there and, you know, uh, he was a character you despised in the movie. And as, as the, the show progresses, he sort of grows on you and you start to, you know, root for him. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's done really, really well and really been enjoying it. Nice. And I think one of the things I really like about it is how like politically incorrect it is because <laughs> yeah. that's how Johnny is. That's Johnny. And it's yeah, so refreshing because it's like, it's like a show just being what it is as opposed to trying to be something it isn't. And I love that. <laughs> and it's not, it's funny though, because it's not like he doesn't get pushback. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. he does he's, and he's like, well, he's I don't care. offensive <laughs> and everybody else around him is like, you can't say can't that. Say that's that. not how, what, how we talk anymore. Yeah. And I like that. It's like, like I said, it's kind of like a wink and a nod that, Hey, we get the joke. This is the way he is because, that's him and we're we're working to let him grow a little bit but yeah it's the <laughs> the the I, I said it off podcast but i one of my favorite parts of the whole stupid show was the thing about the more defense and the one of the characters in the show gets in a fight and he gets beat up and, the, and johnny's like well you, you didn't have enough defense and so we're going to teach you that and one of the number one rules of defense and he's like no i don't what is it sensei he goes more offense and he like gets in a fighting position and it's just <laughs> it made me laugh out loud because it's just like oh my god that is such a johnny thing to say yeah you know cobra kai <laughs> Uh, well, I guess uh, we should probably get into the news at some point, even though I do want to keep talking about TV shows. Uh. Um, <laughs> so this past week, Nintendo unveiled a new red and blue Mario Switch console. It's coming out on February 12th, the same day as uh, Super Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury. It's going to retail for $29.99. Or, uh, $29. Don't we wish? What a $299. Deal. I know. <laughs> $299.99, like $300. Bucks. It includes all red Joy-Cons, a blue Joy-Con grip, a red Switch dock, and a fully red Nintendo Switch system, which is the first Nintendo system of its own color. It's only been black up until this point. Um, it's also going to come with a Mario red and blue carrying case and a screen protector. So all that for three hundred is a pretty awesome deal. Yeah, it's cool. I'm in. I'm, in. Yeah. I'm pre-ordering one right now. Can I pre-order yeah. it? Is that a thing? It made me really, really hope that I know. Like last week, we were talking about our predictions. I really hope when they release Breath of the Wild two in the fall mm. and um, announce the new Switch system, they do something like this. But I want it to be Zelda themed, so it's all like black and gold. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, they they did it for Animal Crossing, where the dock was actually not black, but the system was black, like you said, Christina. But this yeah, one, I think it system. makes it it makes it special because it is that color. I'm not necessarily in love with the color love scheme. with the color scheme yeah. too much, well, yeah, but I do it's... do like the yellow accents. I like that the cords on the Joy-Con are actually different color on it. Uh, I mean, it comes with a lot though mm-hmm. for for. Twenty nine ninety nine, like you said, that's a steal. No, I'm just, yeah, for three hundred dollars, why would you not buy this over literally anything else? Yeah. Any of the other switches, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're in the market for a switch, this is the one to grab. It's it'll stand out. It's different. I'm with you, Mons. I don't love this col- this color scheme, but it makes me excited that they're doing it because we've been saying this kind of since day one, where Nintendo mm-hmm. needs to offer more options, yeah. and they would they would sell right. I would be all over something like this if this was an upgrade of some kind. If it was that Switch mm-hmm. Pro or if it was whatever we've been forecasting for the last three years. Uh, for It's not something where if, if you're a Switch owner, 
I can see a lot of Switch owners buying another to get this. But if you are in the market for a Switch, your first Switch, this is this is great. This has got all kinds of good stuff that you would want to be a part of. And I love that it's different. Yeah. I think it's really, really cool that if nothing else, it's different. And Nintendo needs to embrace that. I might pick it up because I was playing my Switch recently and the fan was still going. I'm just almost worried to play my Switch sometimes because the fan just makes some weird noises. But um, Did I, you I think may about pick it up. Sending it in? No, I would never do that. Terrible. What mm-hmm. all my game saves? I'll, I don't. I don't trust anybody. I mean, until it dies, Christina. But sure. this is this would also I be guess. like yeah. This would also be the middle tier switch, right? Because this is this would have the upgraded battery and chipset, and it would be a little bit faster. So than my yeah. current one because I have a release switch right. that's there. But um, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I could always turn in. I would keep everything like of my switch. Like if I was to swap out my switch, I'd probably still keep my switch around because you can sync all the game sames and stuff now. Yeah. But, you know, I would have yet another dock. I would because I actually sold a different dock, but I would like to have another dock. It would just it'd be it wouldn't be too bad to have more things around because, you know, joy cons those are 80 bucks and their dock is like yeah. 50 bucks you know, I guess you're well, bad, and but. also too at this even if you don't like the blue stuff the blue stuff is very easy to switch out because it's mostly just the joy con grip mm. where you can just use the black one and that would be really that would be awesome because you'd have that's like true. a red and black switch yeah that'd mm, be cool. that's true yeah, that's a good point mm. too i will say that they also released a trailer for the super mario 3d world and bowser's fury on the same day that they announced this and the entire world did go crazy because of I'm going to call it Giga Bowser because I mm. know that there is Giga Bowser. This is Giga Flame Bowser, um, <laughs> who looks completely B.A., just ridiculous um, over the top. And this is for the the Bowser's Fury expansion, which is a standalone game, which I like that they do that, too, um, for this, which is unique. So I already have that pre-ordered from Best Buy. So I'm waiting for that to come in. And and uh, I'm super excited for that game. I did play it on the Wii U. Um, but I do like, you know, it's a four player game that you can play, you know, all the cats, all the stuff like that. It, it's super good. I mean, I love Super Mario 3D is one of my favorite games on the 3DS of all time. It, it's mm. so good. And the the Wii U version is just as good. I just I love it's a, it's a fantastic game. Like if you have never played either of those games, I mean, this is definitely a game to get. It is, you know, it's Mario. 3d right so it's three-dimensional mario it, it's sort of a hybrid between like a new super mario and a galaxy game so it's it's, it's in between that and that space but it, it's super good so if you've never played a super mario 3d world game this is definitely one to get it's super good the, the 3ds nice. one is fantastic as well if they were to re-release that i'd be totally down so good so good yeah, I haven't played these. I'm interested. And I did see that they were offering uh, or they're going to have online play. They're adding that into it as well, which I think makes all the oh, difference wow. for something like this. I think that makes a lot of sense. So I'm, I'm I'm kind of inclined to try this one out. I haven't played it. I've never seen played any of those 3D world games. So why not? And then we get the Bowser's Fury in there. And it's funny. Have you seen some of the memes people have built around your Giga Bowser where they put him in Pokemon as if yeah. it was like <laughs> like he was in a Pokemon battle? Because it does look like that. It looks like, you know, one of the evolved versions all maxed out. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Pretty cool to say. Gigantamax Bowser. Yeah, it was a Gigantamax <laughs> Bowser. Yeah. Now, lots. you have this awesome Nintendo lego set right did you did, i don't know did you ever put that together the tv with mario and where you can interact with it that whole crazy nintendo set i do have it it's sitting here staring me in the face for many many months just like please put me together, I'll I'm be like, together. I, have, 
I have nowhere to put you. You're so big. <laughs> the thing is awesome, right? We've yeah. talked about it a bunch of times. It's gorgeous. It's got the Nintendo NES system. It's got the TV. It's got, you can almost like play it. You know, it's got this moving parts. Well, now <laughs> if that one wasn't like in your price range, there's companies coming out with versions of it where you can play other games even. So it's got like a Nintendo and Lego look but not quite. It's kind of like these janky versions of that where it's not really clear if they'll even work appropriately. Like some of the characters are pretty janky. The backgrounds are pretty janky. It's funny in a way where it's it's almost its own thing because it's so cheesy looking. It's definitely going to be much cheaper. They didn't get into the prices and all of that, but you can basically have that nintendo set with the mario with the nes with the tv and have it like scroll through and have mario jumping and stuff but fair warning it doesn't really look as nice it's definitely not the same thing they even said that you can get other cartridges with other playable games quote unquote where you can like put a different background and now you have contra but it's the same idea it's like contra and then the guys are jumping through the the different backgrounds but the the backgrounds (laughs) don't really match things don't really look the way they look in the in the games but it's still kind of funny that they went all out and are making these sort of cheesy recreations of it. I, I think they're almost collectibles in their own way because they are so janky. Yeah, this is so uh, bad. It's a matter of time before Nintendo's like, yeah, you can't sell that, right? Like they can't, yeah. they, this can't be allowed to just happen. <laughs> How long until there's going to be a cease and desist? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I'm, I heard, I saw someone describe it as, charming and janky and yeah that it's, was a good it's charming and janky <laughs> that's like when you used to walk around the the mall and you would see like the 185 billion games in one like rip off yeah. knockoff yep. things you know like nes yeah. controllers yeah. or whatever and you go gosh yeah. this is terrible <laughs> don't buy that but i mean it it uh it definitely does not look as good it's not official lego or anything like that no it is uh jank city but it's yeah. awesome so yeah it's um, it, that's what i'm saying it's like a collectible because it's so bad it it is not does not look good yeah well talking about collectibles our good friends over at limited run games which i've purchased many games before they um put up a you know pre-release they always do this kind of pre-order program for a month or so before they actually make the run of games and they sell out or you know whenever they're gone they're gone they're doing one for scott pilgrim versus the world for the nintendo switch which we had talked about like last week or the week before which is a pretty great game 14.99 digital release um but if you want that physical copy which we know some of our listeners are big fans i'm also a big fan as well it's there and you know this game is doing well on the eShop too it's been climbing spots up limited run games put out this uh pre-release and in less than three hours they sold twenty-five thousand copies which is pretty fantastical to be honest with you it's it's a quite a lot of games it's one of their best sellers ever um i'd have to imagine and they have all sorts of other games on there too. So if you're already always looking, you can still pre-order it. There's three different editions of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. There's like a um, standard edition that's $34.99, a game classic edition, which looks like, like an uh, SNES case. And then there's the KO version, which comes with a briefcase that you can open that turns into a stage with lighting effects and sound. It's a little bit much, but you know, if you're a collector, it's there. Um, they do have a few other games that you can get. So Dark Crystal is still on there. And then Fight and Fury is on there too. And each of these, they usually have just like one that is the standard edition and then one that is, um, 
you know, a, a deluxe edition or whatever. So mm-hmm. definitely give that a look. Um, I, you know, I was before, I'm like, oh, should I buy this? I, I've purchased, what have I purchased on here before? I mean, they have great games too. And we're, we're kind of talking about this, that it's, it, it makes sense when there's a game that is from a third party, you know, that's on here. But like, you know, they have ones for Doom and um, Star Wars Episode One Racer, right? I mean, they have ones that are for these these companies that have a bunch of money that could be making these, but like they'll do them better than those companies. Like, you know, they're not going to put out one for like, jedi knight jedi academy that's like a hundred dollar yeah. you know advanced deluxe edition but it's kind of ridiculous in a way that that these companies they don't want to take the risk you know to do yeah, it like put it on some smaller mm-hmm. company to do it and still make money off of it yeah it's so strange i mean they have great games i've missed out on so many and i'm glad i have because i have I should not be buying more games. That's one thing I shouldn't do. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, if you're also a fan of of these games, they also have um, merch associated with that game, too. Like they have a Scott Pilgrim versus the world vinyl soundtrack and they have keychains and pins and stuff. So you can you can really, you know, if you're into one of these games, it's worth looking at limited run um, because they've grown a lot since you know I first purchased some of my games back in the day. So definitely give them a look. It's crazy. Nice. Now, I guess we have to all talk about the thing that was kind of inevitable and we all thought it was going to happen and we talked about it last week. Yeah, you we predicted literally it. Just, we literally just yeah. mentioned it. It could have been just, our fault. I really don't know. <laughs> we, maybe we it, it was a premonition, not a prediction. Yeah. But Super Nintendo World, the opening has been delayed. It was originally set to open February 4th, but this past Thursday, the company announced that they, they have to postpone the opening because apparently there is an emergency declaration in the Osaka prefecture saying that, you know, there's been a COVID-19 spike. we got to make some changes. So uh, the new opening date is unclear. No new date. So yeah. you might yeah. still be able to make that opening, Mots. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, you never you know. Now's your, yeah. This will be your chance, though. I'll <laughs> have a whole new world built by the time I get to go. Yeah, really. Uh, right go. I mean, we, we kind of, we like you said, we, we knew this was coming. It was just a matter of time. And it's for the best. It's for everybody's safety. So sure. I guess it's to be... It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, it's a little. I, I would have been really surprised if they did still do it February fourth, just because yeah, exactly. of everything happening. So exactly, yeah, good call on their end. They could really sell like really limited edition, you know, because imagine if you're like we're gonna allow a hundred people in the entire day. We'll beta like, test oh. the yeah. The world. <laughs> I'd pay extra for that ticket. Like no lines. Yeah. I'm in. Um, <laughs> the other thing we predicted is the year of Pokemon Snap. Everybody, I'm so excited for this. The new Pokemon Snap named New Pokemon Snap is coming out <laughs> April 30th this year. Never saw it coming. <laughs> you know, I, I have this ongoing joke um, about when I when I release apps or do demos, I just put the the, the word my in front of it, like my weather, my cadence, mm-hmm. my whatever, because it's like, well, it's my right. It's, just, it's yeah. always unique, whatever it is. And Nintendo has this ongoing thing, which is just putting new on, on it. Apple does a thing, too. Like sometimes they'll do that. Yep. It's like it's the new iPad. It's like the yep. new new nintendo switch it's new it's new yeah well they released a uh trailer for the new pokemon snap um which is going to be a full 59.99 game which is very impressive it is uh uh, the sequel of the nintendo 64 uh cult classic um from 1999 called pokemon snap so you go into you know this region you're in this little bubble thing out of um out of Jurassic Park-esque little, mm-hmm. little thing that you're going around. You're taking photos of the Pokemons 
and they're beautiful and they're awesome. And that's what you do. You go and you take pictures and you fill up your photo decks like a Pokedex, yeah. but it's a photo decks. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty awesome. You can pre-order it today. So if you want to get your pre-order on, just like have it ready. But it looks like they're using assets from, you know, the new game, which is great. You know, it's, it's once you have those assets in place, it's like, oh, why not reuse them everywhere? So it looks beautiful. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, get it. Yeah, do it. We have we have a friend of the show, Becca. I know recently she tweeted she's excited for this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still somebody that's not. This isn't my thing. This is my jam. Um, I'm hoping we're going to see a direct. Right, we got to see something about this with some more detail. Yeah. It's funny. I was before the show I was playing the trailer again because it it has the post on Nintendo uh, eShop. So I was playing the trailer. It's still the old trailer, so it it makes me a little nervous. Like, I want to see a new trailer where it's actual gameplay footage because it still says in the bottom "not actual footage," and that mm. makes me a little worried. Like, I want to like let's see the game. It's coming out in months. Let's see the real full on yeah. game now, um, because I, I'd like to get a little more details on it. I remember the old one from years and years ago, and was it was it, you know. You take pictures of Pokemon, and uh, that's that's it. And I I just want to see what they're doing with this one. Do we get more? Is there more to it? You know, I love games where I collect stuff, so it's not a hard no yet because I do like that collection aspect of games. I just want to see if there's a lot of that to scratch that itch in this for me to be where it's like, yeah, I need that now. I obviously love Pokemon, so you know, it's not a, it's not a series I'm, I dislike. I just need a little bit more. And I, I want that trailer. Like, let's get a real I th- legit I think, trailer. I think that this is real footage. It says game footage, not final, mm, which I so think, think is maybe fine. that is it. Yeah, this is totally it. I mean, okay. this it has to be, I mean, it's not like they, they brought us Pokemon snap 1999 edition footage. Yeah. Yeah. But I imagine that there's probably, you know, they're still going to be tweaking some stuff here sure. and there. And I think what you don't see is like, what is, what is your, your, your what are you doing? Like, what does it look yeah. like to play the game? So you want really like a, give me a yeah. five minute trailer of playing the game because here is kind of cutting back and forth, back and forth. But if you remember Pokemon snap is like, it's a slow paced game. That you're it was on rails. Around. If I remember yeah. correctly, yeah. like you're mm-hmm. literally on rails yeah. and, and you're taking pictures of Pokemon as they kind of like peek out. Yep. Um, you can feed them. Now, here's here's what I would love to see, right? So we have real time in Animal Crossing. What if they do something similar to that aspect too, where maybe there's a certain Pokemon that only appears mm. at like weird windows and then there's like events that happen and then there's like these, these time things where it gets you to come back to Animal Crossing for those very reasons because, you know, you only have a per- certain part of the month that this is even available and then a certain part of the day where it's even available within that month. And mm. I like that where it kind of adds a little b- mm-hmm. bit of complexity to it. And maybe, you know, I remember there was things where you were taking a photo and then that was kind of rated. Like if it was just a photo of a Pokemon's back, you're not going to, you'll, you'll get credit maybe, but it wasn't like, oh, this is the photo. This is a good photo. Mm-hmm. It, it knew when it was something that was worth taking or not. Yeah. And I like those aspects of it. I just, like you said, let's maybe at least see a trailer or a direct where we get to see what is actually happening. And that's going to pe- that's going to pique my interest in this. That's when I'm going to start saying like, oh, I like, okay, yeah, I have to wait up till one in the morning for half an hour to get this super yeah. rare ghost Pokemon. Like, I, I, I kind of like that. I'm kind of into stuff like that. So. I don't know. There's there's a chance there where I could be super excited for this, but based on what we've seen so far, just the idea that it's Pokemon Snap isn't enough to do it, right? 
a new mainline mm-hmm. Pokemon game, those kind of things, I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm in. I'm in for a new mainline Pokemon. I don't really need to know a lot about it. But this, uh, it's just, uh, I mean, you know. Yeah, it 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 does surprise me that it's fifty nine ninety nine, but I mean I get mm-hmm. it. Like I think it should be like a thirty nine ninety nine game. Just because there could be a lot. Maybe there's a lot to it. Uh, it doesn't seem like it, but sure. maybe there's a lot to it. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. We're gonna get maybe it's bundled with that super cool camera that Christina was uh, predicting yeah. last episode. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or Did you could it? use the camera from the Lobo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It needs to, it should have some, it should support something <laughs> like that. It'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Didn't yep. the original, wasn't there some extra thing that came with that? Wasn't there, I don't remember if it had like a rumble pack that was that was for the controller that it came with. I thought it shipped with something extra and I could be totally mistaken, but I could have swore it shipped with something and it was like part of because uh, I think it was the same controller that had that weird port in the bottom, and I and I could have swore that it was made for something where you could like lock it into, you know, a controller and have the I don't rumble. No, if they did, they you know they had the one game for the N sixty four that you could speak to Pikachu, and that one had a microphone mm. on it. I'm trying to, I don't think. I mean, originally it was supposed to be for the sixty four DD, but then it was like delayed backwards and stuff. I'm I'm looking at the I'm looking at up one right now and it's in a super chunky box, but it looks like it was just the game. Yeah, I could have been mistaken that I could have swore it bundled with like something cool, but it doesn't look like it It looks like it just was the game. (laughs) You know, this is this is a you know, this is a game that is for, you know, real fans of the of of the game. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I don't know. It's a it's a it's a mixed bag. I'll probably buy it because why not? But, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, if you're if you are a super fan, I'm looking at Etsy. There's a Pokemon Snap N64 version priced to sell for only three hundred and seventy one dollars. So there you go. You could get the old (laughs) old school version and then play that a little bit and then get this new one priced to sell. Yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I wonder how much it is like in other places like eBay is like five hundred or. Yeah, no, it's like. 30 bucks yeah it can't be I, much. I don't <laughs> i don't go to like a used game place and get it for like five dollars yeah. right now <laughs> i don't but understand etsy yeah i don't understand etsy because like it used to be stuff that you make now like anyone no it's just like ebay so you're like okay yeah well now so. yeah it's a lot of people selling like vintage things mm. or whatever yeah 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 sure but but that does it for your news this week so now we are on to the top 10 bestsellers and again it hasn't changed too much except one i think we have one or two new guys in here um first was among us second minecraft third mario kart 8 deluxe fourth scott pilgrim versus the world the game complete edition fifth is yeah fifth is animal crossing new horizons sixth super smash brothers ultimate seventh hades eight cooking simulator of all things (laughs) ninth stardew valley and tenth super mario 3d all-stars and i know cooking simulator did have a really big sale i think it was like 30 percent off or 60 percent off or something but nice so that explains that yep well there may be some games on this week's new releases that'll shake it up for us we've got a couple checks <laughs> and uh mods why don't you kick it off there's definitely no games that will do anything <laughs> this week i mean the switch is like the you know i don't you know i'm really fascinated if we did a podcast for playstation or for xbox if we run into the same things i think a lot of people are like oh everyone just puts everything on the switch but wouldn't everyone just put everything everywhere? Yeah, you, would you know. Think, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, at this point, the switch is is sort of like Steam, but 
not as to you know it's almost there but not not the same i think there's way more games that come out on steam but you know what are you gonna do um i did pick out a game this game has been out in japan since uh mid last year it's called missile dancer weird name uh, but it is a um a vertical sh- scrolling shooter and you know me i love vertical scrolling shooters so it is uh it's all about missiles they're dancing no it's funny they're like welcome to the dance hall the only music here or on aircraft soaring through the skies. Which, oh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but, oh, boy. Uh, anyways, it's a, you play as a fighter jet. There's co-op. Uh, is there co-op? Yeah, there's co-op locally, uh, which is cool. And it is a classic, you know, side-scroller, you know, bullet hell. Less bullet hell, but bullet mid-tier hell. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, dancing around. But anyways, you, you got the the upgrades. You got the arcade mode. You got the time mode. You got all the stuff. It's 10 bucks. And there is co-op mode. It looks good. It looks well done. I, I love a good vertical scroller. So if you're into that, it, it looks good. It has you know pretty high regards from the release in Japan. Ten bucks. You know, cool. I'll add, add it to my wish list. Boom. Yeah. Added. Um, <laughs> the other one I added on, uh, which comes out on the the same day, which is the twenty first, is Shing, Shing, Shing. <laughs> you know, that's the sound that a katana makes. Shing. Right. That's what they were going for there. Terrible name. Yeah. Uh, this. Yeah. This game is a beat em up, I guess. Side scroller beat em up local um, four player co-op it's from mass creation. They call them beat em up 2.0. That's what they call it. Um, it looks really good. There's like sort of these ninja esque, you know, katana yielding warriors. And it's, you know, side scroll them, hack and slash beat em up. Um, it does look fairly good overall. It is on Steam and it has fairly positive reviews. This game is on sale for $15 on from $20 on Steam. It is $20, but on Steam, there is a demo and it's on sale for $5. So wow. if you were looking to pick it up, you might as well just pick it up on Steam or wait for this to go down um, on sale. But it, it looks fairly well done. Like I said, it has fairly positive reviews. It doesn't look mind blowing in any regard, but it does mm-hmm. look like a relatively good beat em up, you know, different style of, um, you know, combat system looks, looks fairly good. I, I haven't really seen a beat em up recently. And I'm like, I want to, I want to play that. Although I hear there is a Cobra Kai, um, I, game. Yeah. It's funny. when I was going through, it may even be on sale right now. Cause there's a big sale on the eShop and it's funny because I did see that and it looks n- not unlike this, uh, shing that you checked. It, I, it may be mm-hmm. the game for you mods. Because they it, say it looks like a Mott's fighter game. <laughs> I was listening to the CAD cast and they say that it is um, per- pretty OK. They say it's nice. pretty OK. And they say th- they say that it doesn't necessarily, you know, f- follow everything 100 percent, obviously, from Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. But it is uh, a- apparently like at some point you'll like they just they just take real like TV and movie like like people like, oh, now you're fighting like Ross and Chandler, basically, but under yeah. different names, you know what I mean? Type, yeah. type of thing. So they like steal things from other shows and they say, you know, if you can get it, you know, on, on sale, nice, then it's not terrible, basically. Oh, that's Which cool. I, I'm, I always like a good, it's mm-hmm. not terrible. I'm checking it out on Steam right now. It is very positive on Steam. Yeah. Very positive, Ooh. which is awesome. And I and it's it's got this sort of animated style mm-hmm. to it, which I think is cool. So, if you're not familiar with the show, there's this character Hawk, and Hawk in this in this trailer has like 
Like they all have crazy fighter power ups. So like Hawk does this thing where he's like roaring and these gold wings shoot out of his back and and knock characters back. Yeah. And Daniel, of course, oh. is doing the crane. And yeah. it's so <laughs> it, I, I'm kind of liking this. This is it's a good on, it's on bonus sale. mention. It's on sale for Switch for 20 bucks, which is the same as the Steam price. So there you go. There you go. Bad. So definitely That's worth uh, maybe picking that one. It looks good. And like I said, very positive on the old on the old steam. So I've That's heard cool. it. I heard it's not that bad, and that's not what that's that a, bad. Not that bad. That's the type <laughs> of games I like, like to buy. That's, yeah. that's good. <laughs> uh, well, maybe speaking of not that bad, I got a couple checks as well. January twenty second, we have Adverse for six dollars. This is new. There's no, no nothing on Steam, nothing anywhere. So I, I don't have any other reviews to give. It's from Lone Minded, which I'm not too familiar of them as a developer um but from what i'm seeing it looks fairly good it's an arcade first person shooter platformer and it says that it's set in an idyllic world of corruption now it doesn't say anything in here about it having any narrative but to me it's like well if you're gonna go and say that it's in this world of corruption there it seems like there should be some sort of story going on there is 40 different levels and it's all in eight um, unique worlds, which I I like, and I like this sense of uh, the platformer aspect of it, and it's kind of mixed with that first person shooter. Christina mentioned that it kind of had a Mirror's Edge look and feel, and I, and I definitely agree. It's kind of got this sterile, super clean atmosphere from what it looks like. Uh, the colors are pretty vibrant in some of the different atmospheres that they're showing, and I think it looks like it could be good for that price, six bucks. Um, maybe it's one more checkout, or at least give the old wish list. It, I like that it also has the uh, in-game leaderboards, which I'm always a fan of. So we'll see. I'm giving it a check. We'll see what it does. The other one that I checked was the coming out on the 23rd. That's the Unexpected Quest that is also on sale. It's usually $15. It's now $12.75. And this is an adventure game with strategy and management elements, which I love. It's a medieval fantasy type setting. And I thought it looked kind of good. I was watching the trailer. I like what they got going on in this. If you're a fan of Warcraft, it looks exactly like a Warcraft game. Um so yeah, it's one that gave I get got another check on this too. I like all of these sort of games where you're exploring, gathering resources, building, managing. I always am a sucker for those. I always like trying those out. Some of them stick, some of them don't. So we'll see. The unexpected quest. Could be unexpectedly amazing. It could be. It could <laughs> be. It ha- it is that one does have a, a Steam um account and it is says that it is positive or very positive, I think it was. Uh so yeah, that one's why not? We'll check it out. That gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing? Mons, I'm going to kick it off to you again. What are you playing? Yeah, so I watched a lot of trailers this week, um, which I've I've been thinking about my next purchase. And I did watch the uh, Digital Foundry breakdown of Doom Eternal. They were pretty delayed on this, this one, obviously, because it came out in December. But obviously, with all the new systems releasing and cyberpunk uh coming out they took a little bit of time to talk about this and i will tell you it looks pretty fantastic they did say it's the worst play worst way to play do with turtle but oh. of course it is because it's like yeah. well you know it's your your expectations have to be a little bit lowered it's a little bit harder for me now to make these big purchase decisions because i have my xbox series s sitting here side by side my switch even though, you know, I'm a Nintendo diehard, so I kind of want to support the system, but it does make it a little bit harder 
when I, you know, look at like 60 frames versus, you know, <laughs> yeah. 30 frames and this is, but I <laughs> will say it looks pretty fantastic, um, between them. I wish it was on sale. I'd probably pick it up, but it does look really, really, really good. Um, they're the breakdown between the two. It's some of the, some of the screenshots are like night and day, like just looks exactly the same. Like you're just like, there is no night and day. Everything is per- perfect. It's just, they've done such a good <laughs> job, which, you know, I think in this world when we, we go from, you know, into 2021, where we thought cyberpunk was going to be this, you know, this sort of port magic and it wasn't right. And then mm-hmm. it really goes to show a great port is really, um, an achievement. And I think that panic button just did a fan, another, yet another fantastical job here. And I really definitely want to pick it up. So just to support the system again, but I might just pick it up on, on Xbox or it might even be on game pass. Let me look. That's my, that's my other, other problem. Now is on that game pass. Yeah. It's like, well, well if it's on game it's pass, it's a hard thing to go to any, any other system and grab it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, I've been thinking about that. I would, if it was on sale for like the 25 bucks, I'd still buy it just because I'm a, I'm weird like that. But, um, mm-hmm. anyways, I've been thinking about getting that, but then you, uh, we didn't mention earlier, but there was a little nightmares Two trailer that dropped this week, um, out of nowhere because it is coming out in the next uh, month or so. I think it's what February 14th or February 12th or something like that. And um, I've installed it. I booted it up. I played a little bit because you were like, no one else played the Little Nightmares 2 demo. So I was shocked. I yeah, like, I was Fine. shocked. I, you know, at the end of the trailer, I was like, oh, it's there. My my switch wasn't nearby. So I was like, OK, I guess I'll I guess I'll, 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 I'll you know, install it. And uh, we'll talk about it a little bit. But overall, I mean, you know, I don't want to, to, to spoil everything that you're about to say, but, you know, they. They uh they fixed the load times. That's really good. Uh they it's a sequel. Look, the, the trailer looks super creepy. I can't wait uh for it. Very it's a, creepy. Very <laughs> creepy. Even creepier than the first one. And that's so that's what I'm here for with the little nightmares is the creepy factor. They added on to this game, it looks like across the board, a weird static filter. And I maybe they added that to the first one. I don't remember. But you know, the, the whole game is really glossy. Like that, that's, that's like how the first game was like, everything's soft. Like gl- soft and glossy. And, um, this game, the biggest issues that I have with it so far is I feel as though while they fix the low time, which, which is amazing by the way, um, cause that was our biggest gripe of the first one is I do need to reinstall the first one and, and compare and contrast. Cause I was playing on both handheld and docked mode and it definitely looks a little, um, blurry is the best word and like the anti-aliasing isn't on and i can't remember if that was an issue in the first one or not from my recollection um so i would love to download this demo on the the xbox series s and really compare and contrast between the two yeah absolutely but that's mostly how about you christina um i played a few things so i did play the little nightmares 2 demo just before um we started the podcast too just a couple minutes of it but yeah, I agree. It kind of seemed pretty blurry. And I I don't remember there being any grainy effect or like static effect in the original game because I didn't notice it if it was there. Mm-hmm. I definitely notice it in the second one. So that being said, it is a demo. They could always change that. And maybe it's just like early gameplay or whatever. But it was kind of distracting. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. Then I bought Tharsis finally because that went on sale again. And Michael, I oh, think nice. you 
yeah, you did a stream of it and I really liked it. And ever since playing Wingspan, I want more of those like board game sort of type Oh, well, well, games well. My... Welcome to my world. <laughs> Not full on card games, but I like the whole board game sort of aspect yeah. of it with the uh-huh. dice and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I bought that. Um, I also... So I think last week I mentioned that I started playing the demo for Agent A, A Puzzle in Disguise, and then I just bought it because it was like $2. Mm-hmm. And I finished it by, I think, Wednesday. Okay, It's a very nice. quick game. I mean, I played it for maybe two hours a night. I found it extremely relaxing. Some of the puzzles get super tricky. And I only had to look up, I think, once. Once or twice. I can't, can't remember. But I, I did have to look up because I got stuck on like a couple little parts. But of course, then when you look it up and figure out what it is, you're like, oh, of course. Yeah. Why didn't I see that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. There was only one thing I, well, two things I didn't like about it. One is you have to kind of click ahead. Like you have to, t- well, I was, it is touch screen. It does have touch screen support. And that's how I played it primarily. So you like touch the screen or tap where you want it to go, or you can pinch it to kind of zoom out and go backwards, or you can press A, a and B. Uh, so there would be points where I enter a room and then I want to go through a door. So I enter a room and then I click on the door because I want to go through the door, but it zooms into the door because there was a puzzle I had to do to get through the door. So I zoom into the door and then I have to tap on the door again. And then I have to tap again to do something else. So it's like, I just want to go through this one door. Can't Mm -hmm. I just go through the door? Cause I already solved the puzzle to get the door open, but no, it still has those, things built so it's like you have to click this to get to this to get to this to get to this to get through the door Mm. and that never goes away after you solve the puzzle so that's my biggest gripe there and i'm not sure i think we we have a couple other people in our discord that have been playing it too and i'm not sure if this is an issue they ran into but going into i think chapter five i had some weird audio glitching happen and i thought my switch the speaker was breaking oh It's not broken. It's not broken, but I think it was just the compression going from like whatever it was originally built for to the switch Hmm. because I didn't see anybody else have the issue. I don't know if anybody else does notice it because I know, Michael, you have the game. So if you notice it, let me know. But it was there was an explosion and it's like my the sound couldn't handle it or something. And then the voice got all weird and scratchy. Hmm. Yeah. But because I enjoyed that, that. Yeah. Because I enjoyed that so much, I bought yak i think it's I, I forgot i think it's yak inc is the people who made it i bought their other game uh that came out last week called down in bermuda mm-hmm. and yeah because that was on sale and i saw that you said it was on sale for eight dollars so i picked it up and then yeah other than that it's been wingspan and we finally finished our game yeah <laughs> last last night <laughs> longest game ever who won who won <laughs> let me let me know two weeks uh... two week game uh, Our Rob amazing actually listener. crushed us. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rob crushed us. Yeah. I think uh, Christina and I were very close, only a couple points apart. But Rob was like mm-hmm. forty points ahead. He had he crushed us. So it, he, he it, said that he messaged me and he said GG. And I got really lucky with the card early game that gave me eggs and food like every round. So. Yeah, it, it really does depend heavily on your draw. I think that's that's a, yeah. a big point. You know, in your favor is but what you get. Strategy is still a big part of it too. I it think. is, but it, you know, yeah. if you don't get cards that allow you to do something well right off the rip, it's mm-hmm. it's very hard to bounce back from. And I and I've even found that when I play like a couple of the like the computer games, like just playing yeah. against AI, 
it, sometimes you get cards that are like on this turn, if you discard a card, you get another card. It's like, geez, I, I, mm. I never have me personally. I never really have enough cards to discard cards where I can like stack them. So once or twice, mm-hmm. I'll make an engine in that habitat that works that way where I'm like, yeah, this is perfect. I'm churning out cards, but I'm getting food. This is working out great. And that's very few and far between though. So it mm. is it is kind of what cards you get in the beginning. And then you have to look at your cards, look at the goals for that game, and then look at your bonus cards and try your best to make you know a match out of those. And then what I find is that the, the last phase you're just you're just blitzing trying to make as many eggs as you can to to stack the deck yeah. basically mm. so that's always like my last eggs. phase yeah this, you're just trying to like get eggs basically is this game cross play too is it yeah you can play mm-hmm. against people on steam it's funny because i i like it a lot on switch so i have it there i also bought it because it was on sale on steam i also bought it on steam you're crazy because <laughs> i wanted to play the both but the only difference is they're not the same account so like on Steam, I will probably be like Faber Wolf, where on Switch, I'm like Tama Wolf. So I can play Christina on in both of them, or I could play Rob mm. in both of them, but you're just gonna have different names. Got it. You know what I mean? Got it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay. The one thing I will say that I like about the Steam version is that it I it doesn't seem like the Switch version gets the updates, but the Steam version has a pretty like Christmas wintery background now. Mm. Um Aww. It had like Christmas lights and stuff on the trees and and all of that where it makes sense. I guess they're updating that, whereas this doesn't seem like it gets those updates, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't I don't really know. Well, it just came out, too. So maybe they just haven't started rolling those out yet. Yeah. Yeah. But I am I like it. I mean, I, I, I don't like the long game. I, I really I probably wouldn't do that again. It's just it's just not no. my play style. I just don't like it. I think it. that's I, what killed my strategy the most is having like. I mean, if I set aside a time to play a game with you guys, it would be so much easier and I'd be able to focus so much easier than spreading it out. And I think that you had the same issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I just lose interest. I'm just like, man, mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. You know what I mean? And and if it just takes that long, it's just I don't know. I, I, I kind of lost interest in it and mm-hmm. you just kind of want it over with. Um, but I like the game a lot and I and I would definitely be down for playing like a you know, five, five minute, minute turn, turn where then. we're actually yeah. playing the game and it's mm-hmm. like a, in a sitting, I would be down for that, but I, I like getting the results quicker. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, yeah. you're playing, you're yeah. doing your thing. Like how many times was get it, it literally I made a move and it was an, I didn't get to make another move for 24 hours. And it's like, this is killing me. You know, it's just, yeah. I don't want to play a game like this. Yeah, I was messaging with Rob too, and he said that, and I thought this was pretty interesting. If you are doing a five minute per, or I guess any kind of game, whether it's a 24-hour wait or a five-minute wait, if you don't make your turn, the computer will just kick you out and an AI will take over that person. So you can still play the game. The game won't like disappear or anything. You can still play. It'll just be against an AI. Well, that makes sense because I, I don't think yeah. you always have to play with people that are friends. So you can yeah. just be in a match. So it makes sense that they don't boot mm-hmm. you out of it so i, I think yeah, that's a like nice if feature. something happens to someone and they can't continue with the game if they leave the game will still continue which i think is is kind of cool i'm glad that they included that yeah. yeah cool uh i basically did the same thing i played wingspan been doing a lot of solo in that and then we finished our longest game ever i did play 
uh, Little Nightmares 2. I played some of the demo. I haven't finished the demo, but I agree with you guys. I think that um, I'm, I'm lesser of a fan of the first one than Mots is. I think that the atmosphere is beautiful. I think it's crazy and creepy and wonderful. Um, but I, I'll be interested to see where this goes. My biggest complaint with Little Nightmares is that it's throwing you into a world that I want to know more about, but they just don't give you any anything really it's like if you love limbo and you love uh what is it um is it inside um if you love those games you will love little nightmares i don't like limbo i just didn't i never did i don't like it and i haven't played inside but i'm sure it's probably some of the same where i just get bored and i will say in the demo so far some of the puzzles seem more clever and i'd like that there's a part where there's these things hidden in the leaves and you have to throw a stick and all of these like traps go off. I like those interactions. I think the animations are awesome. They're beautiful. Like there's little parts where your character's sliding through the door and you can feel like they're like literally sliding through and they put their hands up. And there's Barely. a lot of things that you can really appreciate about the game. And I do appreciate, I love the lighting. I love the atmosphere. I love all of that, but I get bored where I'm just kind of like, all of this is so great, but I just don't, why am I playing this? You know what I mean? Why am I here? Why am I this character? Why is this character in this world? What is this world? And and I can't get over those thoughts and that ruins the game for me a lot of the times. Now I know that I'm That's in a minority funny. with that, but that <laughs> ruins it for me because I just don't, I don't know why I'm playing it, you know? And, mm. and it's not a game where it's like wingspan where there is no story. There is no, you're just playing it for entertainment. It's not meant to be a story. It's not meant yeah. to be, but this one wants it. It's like screaming for some narrative. And it's just like, I, I don't, I, I can't get over the fact that there's like no reason for my character to be here. I don't get like, where is this world? What is this a dream? Is this magic? Is like, there's, I don't get it. So I get hung up on that fact and it ruins the game for me. And I know that's a weird personal like thing about it, but it was the same reason I went so I like read the comics on the first one because I wanted so much of that story. And there the the developer did write like these uh I want to say maybe six comics, four comics that kind of helped flesh out why six was on the mall and maybe like a little bit about what the mall was. And that helped, but it was like I I get so hungry for that story and I'm so interested in it that when I can't get it, it just kind of it kind of ruins it. And I, you know, it is what it is, I guess, but the gameplay is good. The, uh, the puzzles are clever so far. And, um, I, aside from the blurriness, which I do want to try the demo somewhere else just to see if that's a weird switch thing. The load times are far and away better. And I think if you liked the first, you will absolutely love from what I've seen anyway of the second. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, it'll be a game that I probably definitely for sure put on my wish list, but maybe wait for us. It's always hard. I can always wait for a sale. It's a, it's a oh, thing. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. $30 is a little bit much. But yeah, we also don't know like how deep it is. Remember when how we bought it on, it the, yeah, on the Switch, we bought it with like all the expansions and yeah. all the, the complete edition too. So like I, I'm the trailer and, and the world in which you're in, like you said, I just want to know more and I don't. That's the problem. The problem is I don't think it would be a very good like short animated series because no one talks in the game, right? <laughs> so yeah. they'd have to come up with that, but they should be able to tell that narration very via the game somehow, but maybe they just don't want to because 
story's hard. So, well, I feel like it depends on the amount of time you invest in it too. Cause I feel like with inside and limbo, yeah, the beginning of the game, it's tough. You don't have that one thing that like you're just playing the game because that's what you're supposed to be doing. There isn't that one thing that they kind of explain to you or show you in the beginning that you're following or trying to get to, which for me, that's, that's like kind of my drive for those kinds of games is that I want to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, I can completely understand kind of not feeling emotionally invested in, in, in wanting to continue early like that. Well, I think in or I think Limbo suffers from it more from what I remember. Like yeah, I played a yeah. lot of I mean, Limbo. That was the like, first one. There is that no really story like happening that. here. Yeah. Whereas I believe Inside has a lot more. And even from the trailer, it seems like there should be a lot more, you know? Mm-hmm. And and maybe that's mm-hmm. part of it too, where if it if it seems like there should be something and you're not getting it, maybe that makes it even worse because you're like, I, I, I bought into this thinking there's going to be something and and little nightmares does that too where it's like there's something here something so good and and it does have a story um i just yeah. i just oh man it's such a fascinating world that i still crave to get more of it and i think my issue with with 2 or at least my my interest in 2 is the way the original one ended with 6 um, I want more, I want to under, I don't, I can't make the connection of like six is in this one. So how is she how with is this, this new character? Where yeah. did she go in the last one? And it would, it would bother me if there's no, if there, if she just appears here and is like, okay, by the way, this is six. Now she's yeah. in this game too. And they don't make that connection. I'd be like, oh, come on, what is happening? But we don't know that. So I can't say that that's the case. And I really hope it is because Six's story is fascinating. Like the things that happened in the first one, what we got anyway, is is crazy and is fascinating. But the way it ended totally puzzles me for this one. It's like, I don't understand where these worlds all exist. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's true. I want to know. I want to know. But I guess we won't know, so we're going to have to end our podcast on that note. I'm going to go eat breakfast, and I can't yeah. wait. Uh, well, thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us. And, of course, you can contact us anytime. by going to nintendodispatch.com. You can head to our Discord channel, or you can just hit us up on Twitter, whatever you want to do. And don't forget, we do live stream on twitch.tv slash nintendodispatch. We should maybe just maybe I'll Twitch stream this uh, this uh, this game this little nightmares demo that'd be kind of yeah, fun but it. it's yeah. relatively scary yeah. so mm-hmm. um all right well i think it's gonna do for this week so until next time this has been your nintendo dispatch